0: Welcome into the Arizona Sports Power Hour—minus twenty-five-ish, twenty-four minutes or so. Football analyst Bryce Martino, Justin Harris. First thing I wanted to do off the jump, Bryce, you were in—I don't know, i don't want to call it controversy, but you made a comment today on your immensely popular Instagram page. And people are questioning your ability to read what is a quote moss or not. So, yeah. would you like I mean, to talk about that now, just quickly?
1: I mean, he caught it over the defender. So, which is usually a moss, if I'm not mistaken. So,
0: do you have anything to say to the haters? Which I don't know why you have haters. You run a pretty great page.
1: No, I've always had haters. So, it's nothing new. All right. I tried, I tried to help you out, but it was so many of them. Like, <laughs> Some of the comments were hilarious, though.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, I hadn't seen it, so I just pulled it up. up. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's kind of brutal.
0: <laughs> the one when the guy was like, If that's a moss, then I'm a girl. I was like, What's that even mean, man? And
1: I um, <laughs> I didn't even know how to respond to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, week seven's over, you know, because I. I don't want to pay the NFL more money than I have to. I don't have red zone or anything. So I watched three games today. I watched nice. the Jets get spanked. I watched the Bears get spanked. And then I watched a tsunami in San Francisco. Mm. You two had the pleasure of watching other games that were probably more competitive. So, yes, then whatever game you want to talk about first, take us away.
2: Okay, so um, there's a couple elephants in the room. And I'm so, you know, I'm going to just talk about probably the most surprising Mm -hmm. and devastating upset. We watched one of the one of the best quarterbacks we've we've seen in a long time just get absolutely demolished. Um, And I have so much sympathy for Sam Donald's Panthers. I mean, they just fell to shreds against the Giants, you know, and I just uh, I'm so disappointed because i love i I do really love watching the panthers right now and uh they 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 just fell apart um there's no reason they should have lost this game the giants were wheeled into that stadium on a gurney and then they were taken promptly back out in a hearse and somehow they won a football game in the middle and i i don't i don't get it danny dimes not only throws dimes he catches them too and i'm shocked they just they they, they were, they are in my opinion, the far worst team on paper. And so, uh, yeah, why on earth did that, uh, why on did that go horribly wrong? I don't know, but it cost me like 200 bucks. I was this close to Ross And
1: Darius Layton were their starting receivers and they somehow pulled it off.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They somehow it pulled it off against. Insane. Also, the Panthers have one of the, um, I mean, I know they, do, they don't look like it. But statistically speaking, <clears> the Panthers have one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Which is shocking. Yeah, they do. Because you Without know they're also massive. Stephon age. Gilmore playing. Yeah. I mean, add Stefan Gilmore, I think JC Horn needs to come back from injury too. Yeah. And, and then Henderson's gonna be what cornerback number three. And um, that, that's that's a terrifying secondary. But you know, even with those guys gone they're still one of the better units in the league and i don't understand how they got picked apart by daniel jones i'm just just kind of stunned at it and um yeah i i don't know i don't know how to how to react any more than that i just don't understand how the panthers just didn't they just did not
0: and how about they didn't the show up
2: today what about Devontae
0: Booker turning back the clock to San Diego State a little bit?
2: I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy knows what he's doing. Evidently, you know, he's a pro back. But is the off is the Giants' offensive line actually good? Is it? No, no, it's not. No, it's it isn't. I mean, you know, not, they, if they can't do Saquon Baki any favors, why is Booker all of a sudden streaking towards the end zone? it's just the
1: <laughs> yeah it's just the you know off some random luck these running backs get once every three or five weeks mm-hmm. you see it every every year, then they get paid a lot of money and just do nothing mm.
2: Yeah, and you always you're always just standing there in the offseason looking at every running back you've signed to your roster and hoping one of them is a boom and hoping none of them are a big contract bust because there's nothing worse than having an expensive, underperforming, unsuccessful running back on the roster. You mean and like the uh,
0: Jets still paying Le'Veon Bell even though he's on the Ravens? <laughs> on a second team
1: since the Jets. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, isn't he on that practice team as well? Like, he got called up this week, I know. But, like, isn't yeah. he still on that, on that practice team right now? No, he's 53-man roster. Oh, oh, so he's permanently on the 53 now? Yeah, yeah. you know,
0: catching touchdowns and whatnot. I, I wouldn't know what that was like from him.
2: I hadn't Hitting seen it touches in a while. over Tyson Williams. How many did he get with the Jets? Probably like three. I don't know. Uh, yeah, three total touchdowns. That's exactly it. Also, yeah. well, four. four. He had a receiving touchdown as
0: well. What was your That's favorite that. game, Martino?
1: You know, I got to go with the Bengals and Ravens. Mm. I don't feel like a lot of people pick the Bengals to win this game. And Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase just came out and obliterated that defense. Chase had that 80-yard bomb, which gave him... Eight receptions for 201 yards in T D mm-hmm. against one of the league's better uh, defenses. Then Burrow had three touchdowns, four hundred and sixteen yards. Ozuma, CJ Ozuma hit a great game too. Like mm-hmm. everyone was just clicking for the Bengals offense today. Evan McPherson. It seems also.
0: like
1: Yeah, I mean, we won't get into that though.
0: We always could. I mean people should know his name by now. He's not just Bengals kicker, but continue, I'm sorry.
2: Is he what hang on, wait, was he like a fifth, sixth, seventh round rookie? Yeah. Yeah. Or only oh. kicker drafted, not only rookie, though. So. He's easily the best uh six you know, sixth round pick of all time. I can't think of a single player better.
0: It. it stinks that Jamar Chase is on his team or else like he would definitely win O-Roy, oh, But sorry, Bryce, continue again. <laughs> <laughs> Is no, there a I special mean... teams rookie of the year award? No, no. He was going to win team. like the real one. <laughs> he's so good. And he's just like Bengals kicker, which makes me so mad. But uh, okay, Bryce, for real though. Zero so, offensive so, team snaps,
2: up. but sure.
0: <laughs> I'll let you finish.
1: No, I mean, that's really mm. all I had to say. Lamar didn't look his look like himself today, except for that somehow diamond to Marquise Brown mm. in end zone. But yeah. I mean, you didn't really see the Ravens' full potential today, like you were seeing against Indy and some other teams uh, this year.
2: He, um, yeah, he he just didn't do what you expected from him this week. From an MVP. I mean, yeah, he's 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 an MVP as a as a quarterback. He has he's supposed to do a lot better than that. He uh he was you know he got decent yardage I think 250 something
1: on the day you know 257 and TD with 88 rushing yards
2: mm. I mean like it's still a good game per se but it's like it's under 50 percent completion and when you don't have the option to run anymore when the Bengals start peeling away from them in the third quarter in the fourth quarter there they just couldn't Get it going in the passing game consistently enough to get those first downs, and march down the field, and actually put some points on the board. Not even a field goal to try and keep it close. They just Yeah did they,
1: QBR of forty six,
2: which that's terrible. That is subpar. Yeah, yeah. Not bad for running back though. It, I feel like you can't. You Not can't bad for have, a receiver. You can't talk about. it. Hang on, no. The best, but the best wide receiver out of that class is Josh Allen. We know it come on think that well yeah you know i think he's got he's got like a like like an 88 percent catch rate or something come on put some respect
1: a couple touchdowns yeah yeah when you're like two point
2: conversion
0: exactly. when you're like six foot two and a half million you should yeah. catch
2: everything that comes your way okay but like how many wide receivers is six foot two and a half million and and don't catch anything. Kevin, he, Benjamin.
0: Went, he went to college in Wyoming. He's probably pretty good with like catching stuff. He probably was like running around cattle for a frat or something. <laughs>
2: That's All exactly right. what
0: they do in Wyoming. <laughs> I, I imagine they just like herd loose cattle and go to church and bars. Anyways, what was more surprising, the Bucks beating the Bears by thirty-five, or the? Falcons going to Miami who had to play after their London game which was stupid and poor planning and the Falcons going into Miami and getting the win
2: see I um, I think that uh, I think that, that was kind of the expected result I had Falcons by three Falcons went by two I think the fact that, that Tua was able to engineer a late comeback drive was the biggest surprise to me I mean I don't have anything against Tua I think he's still got you know Everything he needs to succeed in the NFL, he just might need more time, and then we'll have to see. But I think that he—he um, he, he, this game was awful for Miami in a lot of, for a lot of reasons because it proved that they have a lot more problems on this roster than just the quarterback. And a lot of people thought last season that they were, you know, uh, a, a, mid, a consistent mid-level quarterback away from being like a, a, a high-tier playoff team um instead they were a fringe playoff team with inconsistent qb playing you know the swapping out of one quarterback for another whenever they happen to feel like it and um now miami is uh what one and five and they just one don't and look six yeah one and six sorry um yes yeah. worse um they uh they just don't look like a, the kind of team that should be in the playoffs i mean their secondary got torched by matt ryan and and uh, they, 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 they're they not getting consistent pressure. They can't stop a run. And um, their offense isn't going to win in a shootout. So what are, what, what are they really expecting out of this season?
1: I mean, um, my thing... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I'm done. No, I was just saying, my thing with that is... Tua, you know, if you look at his stats, 291 yards, 4 TDs. Like, that's great if you are just watching stats. But mm-hmm. he he put that offense and that team in some pretty bad situations where he had to pass for it late in game to actually catch up to Atlanta mm-hmm. so i mean the stats might be a little misleading for for them
2: yeah and it says two interceptions on the stat sheet but those two interceptions were yeah. extremely costly those were terrible, yeah. and they were bad picks they weren't yeah, they you know, were. it, it wasn't like a oh you know 50/50 jump ball db makes a great play it was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. You threw it into quadruple coverage, but the right man you're there. throwing yeah. to isn't even there. You just threw it in an empty space with four men, assuming with that. There. Well, there's four defenders. I probably have a guy there, and um, somewhere just, down there. Yeah, those, those those hopeful miracle heaves are the kind of thing you do on fourth down and long because you have literally no choice but to get the ball somewhere and hope someone makes a play. That's the only time I it would excuse a throw like that, and even then, it was a, it was a particularly bad one.
1: Yeah, it was.
2: Mm. I don't know. I I'm, think. Uh...
1: No, I was just saying. I think this is the game that we were all waiting for from Kyle Pitts too. Oh Took, yeah. We saw some flashes of it earlier in the season, but this is what we all waited for: seven receptions, 163 yards, just absolutely torched the mm-hmm. uh, Dolphin secondary. So.
2: Yeah, it was just kind of – I mean, he had a great game two weeks ago before the bye week um, in London mm-hmm. against the Jets, and that was sort of his breakout. He got a 120 or so yards and a touchdown. Um, but this game was just that game, but but more efficient. I mean, he's, he's you know, seven catches, 163 yards. That's like a 23, 24-yard average per catch as a Yeah, end. 23.3. It's you know how many great tight ends average on their career? You know, five, six yards of reception and a lot of block. You know, like, like led... there are guys in the Hall of Fame yeah, at the tight end position who are all block, you know, all block, no rock type of tight ends. And here's Kyle Pitts doing this in his rookie season. He's he he's. I have a feeling he's going to be like the the Jamal Adams of being a tight end, in that you know he's damn good at some things, but he doesn't really do what tight ends do. Like Jamal Adams yeah, he's is more flashy, and he does some brilliant things, but he doesn't do what he's not. He's not really a safety. Car Pitts is like a huge receiver who might be able to block as well. I want to see more more blocking from him, just because I'm. I I feel like having a tight end who can block is crucial to the position. But I mean, they could always bump him out wide anytime they need someone out there. He's equal to a wide receiver in terms of a, yeah. a downfield threat.
1: He's a very tall wide receiver with like almost no blocking still. Skills, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm encouraged to see. You know what he can do with a little growth. But for the most part, he's already. He is already that receiving threat. If they could yeah. just get him to to you know, be a mediocre blocker at the position, he could be a, you know, a top tier tight end in a year's time. I wonder if he
1: pushes Hayden Hurst out of Atlanta by the trade deadline.
2: I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Atlanta, I think at this point are aware that they're not competing for a chip. This season, um, they are, what, three and three? So it's unlikely. They could, They obviously, they're, they're, they're better than a lot of teams in the NFL right now. But they're not expected to do much. And right. I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not a give up on the season seven weeks in kind of guy. But at the same time, you need to be reasonable with yourself when you're running a franchise. Do you want it to succeed long term? I mean, I've admittedly, if they had cool heads... Who were willing to be have that patience and get Atlanta to succeed long term? They probably wouldn't have drafted Pitts. They probably would have got rid of Matt Ryan, moved on to a rookie QB, and started the rebuild. But I, uh, you know, I respect getting the best playmaker available.
1: I'd hang on to Matt Ryan for another year, or so because I don't think this year is a year you take a quarterback this class.
2: Yeah, they might be. They might still be needing Matt Ryan in
1: 2022.
2: Yeah. I mean, do Go you one just one more bring... year?
1: No, I was just saying, go one more year with Ryan. Wait till uh, the following year's class.
2: Mm-hmm. Kind of do what do do what Kansas City was able to do from the home, which is, You know, yeah. Make sure they got a good a good quality veteran quarterback under under center. Um, build up a successful team around him and bring in bring in a young guy to sit for half the season, maybe more um, behind Matt Ryan in twenty twenty three. And uh, you know, then maybe you have got a franchise. Maybe you go. You know, maybe you can build an offense for the new guy and like push him into it gently and then let him blow up when he, when, when it's time. And I'm excited to see, see that if that's what they do. But right now I think that the best thing they could do is, you know, bleed her get like a fourth round pick and uh, make the most of the, you know, take advantage of the pieces they can sell high right now.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Maybe get Brock Purdy in the black and red next year. I just wanted to bring up him. Uh, yeah. How about the Oakland Raiders five and two amidst all of it still winning games somehow?
2: I mean, yeah, they, uh, they really blew the doors good off.
1: Too. Yeah.
2: Consistently. I mean, you, I would, so John Gruden had this really well-schemed defense, you know, I mean, it was, it is the best schemed defense I've seen in a long time. There's not a ton of actual, you know, star power coming at you. They don't roll out into the field and it's like, oh, yes, you know, seven future Hall of Famers all right here. It's just a bunch of guys who are pretty good at their positions doing it right every time. And that's why they've been succeeding. But with Gruden gone, I wasn't I had a lot of concern that I wasn't going to hold up the same way. And um, evidently I was wrong. They do. They do. They do a great job. And that offense, even I, I feel like it's. Um, Kind of like when they took took a Megatron away from Stafford when Waller had to be benched. They had not benched. Um, had to be. Uh, he was inactive this week because of an injury. I mean, Derek Carr when he's distributing to multiple targets looks better. I mean, you know, obviously Waller's a huge asset, but does he cap Derek Carr? Uh, you know, does he does he sort of? He's if he's firing it to him in triple coverage and he's missing men who are open, then is having him not out there every play a good thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, Derek Carr used nine different receivers today, with Foster Moreau being their leading receiver with six for sixteen touchdowns.
2: Mm. Yeah, so I mean, if he's if he's able to distribute the ball that well when he doesn't have isn't his favorite target, then
1: I think it opens offense more than what it would usually.
2: Yeah, you know, it, 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 exactly what happened with Megatron and Stafford, but now. You know, with the problem with that team uh, and Detroit was that they couldn't uh, they couldn't keep it all together. Um, they were missing just too many pieces. You know, the they, yes Stafford was able to get it to those receivers, but those receivers were you know bottom tier guys on a lot of other NFL teams. And now they you know he he made it work because he's a talented quarterback, but they need a uh, you know if they, if they have a decent amount of talent around him. You know, guys like Renfro and I hate to say Zay Jones, he's been pretty good for them. He's not wide receiver two or three, but as a rotational piece, he he does the job. Um, I think that uh, I think that they've got they've got a lot of potential, um, and they're clearly disciplined, which is strange to say from the team out of Oakland, but uh, they're uh, they're yeah, they're they're perfectly perfectly ready to go toe to toe with most teams in the NFL right now, maybe even all of them, but um, I'm I do have concerns about you know the lack of having the guy who makes uh, who makes it happen for you. The lack of star power being a problem when they make it to the playoffs, because I do expect them to make the playoffs at this point.
1: I oh, have five wins going into week eight. You should make the playoffs. Yeah, I would say so. This is the Raiders, though. If any team,
0: you'd be hesitant to feel that way. It's definitely Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's
0: true. I, I, I do kind of respect that. <sighs> Speaking of hesitations, besides the local detroit starbucks i feel like this is the most supportive dan campbell group like if you're the general manager of that starbucks and he's spending like 16 dollars a day on whatever he buys you gotta love the guy and hope he's there forever Mm. i don't know we as a collective group especially the three of us here i feel like we're all pretty big dc supporters and tovo would tell us you know he worked for sean like we don't tell us every time we talk about dan campbell uh he didn't do it. Entertained the hell out of us, though. Had us yeah. there in the first half
1: for sure. That but Lions that, team looked good still.
2: Yeah, i i th- I thought they were. F- I thought that. Um, the I, I said this. Um, I said this just before the. But uh, after the first couple of crazy, insane play calls, um, that. The only other coach in the NFL who I would have, who I would have thought would tr- even try and make those kind of calls happen would, was standing on the other sideline. I mean, the only other guy who's going to do that who isn't that Campbell is Sean LeBay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like uh, Jared Goff is holding that offense back, though.
2: Oh, I completely agree.
1: Yeah, he's not making throws he needs to, and he's not, you know, poised under the pocket anymore. No, He's not the Super Bowl quarterback he once was.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. he's um, It's because I think that, you know, if, um, if, if Goff wasn't the guy, then they would have absolutely won that Super Bowl um, down in Atlanta against the Pats yeah. because uh, it was a defensive battle just because the offenses couldn't go, not because – de- I mean, the defenses were absolutely great, but they were a different quarterback on either one of those teams in that game because Brady was absolutely not good that day. Um, would have absolutely made the difference. But uh, now here we are, you know, you see Goff with the worst weapons around him, and he's clearly much less effective. It's, you know, the proof that the team around him helped make him into a successful quarterback, who I think went to a Pro Bowl, right? I think he's got a Pro Bowl down in LA. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, now they've got Stafford, who's evidently better at making that offense everything. work, better at everything. Yeah. Yeah. and um he made it work and i just cannot cannot stress how happy i am for a lot of those guys in la who just needed at the, the quarterback to get them to that that next level and take them potentially to another super bowl and i feel so happy for stafford who's finally got a great support system around him but uh we'll see how uh, we'll see how these two teams work out but i can i cannot uh, after what was a really disappointing day of nfl games I am thrilled to say that I got to watch that Rams-Lions one.
1: Yeah, I mean, going back to uh, Detroit, DeAndre Swift might not have been as productive in run game like we all hoped he would, but Mm. he still dominated in uh, receiving eight receptions, 96 yards and touchdown with 12-yard average. I mean, Mm. that's pretty successful.
2: That's extremely good for a running back. Yeah, it is. I mean, you you just...
1: I was saying that wasn't even the leading. He wasn't even leading receiver. Cleve Raymond had six for one hundred and fifteen against the Rams secondary of
2: all people. Yeah, Jalen I mean, Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, they, you know their linebacker core are great in coverage as well. I mean, they're just they got so much to going for them on that Rams defense that you would. You, I'm shocked a team like the Lions, considering what we've seen for them, from them all season, was able to put up nineteen points, but. I mean, it's uh, it is testament that you know, coaching isn't everything because even though they co- you know, they got ev- they got every single one of those ballsy calls they went for two fake punts, an onside kick, you know, it, it, like right at the very beginning of the game, and they you know they they succeeded on all of that and still lost by two scores because the Rams are just that good and the Lions just don't have that offense. It just, it just isn't there.
1: They still have the people to produce, but I think they still need a few more pieces. Mm -hmm. And it might uh, have to start with quarterback, too.
2: I mean, yeah, it was clear. Goff, them taking Goff wasn't that they wanted Goff so much or that they wanted to get rid of Stafford so much. It was more that uh, it was the cost of getting those draft picks.
1: Yeah, they wanted to take all the money.
2: It, it was so they knew that what they,
1: yeah. They knew what they were getting with Jared Goff, but I think you make that sacri- sacrifice as rebuilding team for what is it two first round picks and a third?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Now it's- take it, rebuild your trenches and next year get a quarterback if you don't like anyone here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Barring- I mean, it's the best thing you can do.
0: Barring a trip to the concussion injured list, are the Chiefs going to trade Patrick Mahomes? (laughs) Maybe start the rebuild? I'm just
1: kidding, but that was... That was a terrible outing. That was was your game of the week, right, Bryce? On Tuesday? I think so, because everyone else took my game of the week, so I had to pick that garbage. You went first. You were like, it's obviously Chiefs-Titans. Well, I mean, well, did you expect
2: him? Did you expect him to say Rams, Lions? Was what, anyone I mean, thinking Rams? Well, lions no, was going I, to be a I had to. I Bengals, got to Ravens.
0: pick. I had yeah. to pick <laughs> Bengals, Ravens, because Told or yeah, Tolfa picked. I think he picked Saints, Seahawks, because
1: everybody's coming back. I mean, I mean guys, Texans, it. Cardinals, thirty-one-five. I mean, who else was there? Yeah, really. Yeah, who else yeah. was there to take for
2: a game of a week? I think I mean, the game of the week this week was less game of the week and more, you know. There's eh, games. This week. I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, there's games this week. I guess it's this is probably the worst week of the NFL season and um, you know, firing like college of
1: football weeks, last two weeks.
2: Yeah, you know, none of none, It it feels like these games. Some of them mattered, of course. Um, but a lot of them were just so.
1: They aren't thrilling watch. with the top teams in the league.
2: Yeah, like the best team in the league, and then the worst team in the league go head to head, and the best team in the league blows out the worst team in the league, and everyone stopped watching by halftime. Great, two great teams go to head to head, but instead of the thrilling matchup we wanted, one team plays really well, one team has the worst game they've ever had, and everyone was disappointed and bored by halftime, right? And Derek because Henry like,
0: has more touchdowns than the what five hundred million dollar man. I
1: mean, yeah, it's it's he has nine touch or nine interceptions, which leads league too.
0: <sighs> hey, speaking good. of which. First game in Zach Wilson's career without an interception.
2: That's because he attempted two passes before he got clocked.
0: 10. 10. <laughs> he was 60%. Time.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. He completed six passes before, before he got he clocked. Got hurt. Mm. Yes, they were rolling. It wasn't necessarily forwards. But they, they, were they, were, they
0: were gonna come in for a quick tutty.
2: Yeah. Well, well so you know he threw up a, a prayer and got and someone got hit for a PI call. That's not them. Speaking,
0: speaking of prayers, why does Corey Davis like it when Mike White throws the ball, but not Zach Wilson? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I, listen, what's I, Corey, I really like Corey, like like Corey Davis got like two touchdowns this year? Yeah, but like t- he did drop the ball once today. I guess he wanted the <laughs> the
1: USF guy in there.
2: Well, you know uh, QB one. So hang on, m- m- let's let's check let's check White's experience here.
1: Um, oh, he doesn't have any playing time in league. Yeah, no, no, oh, sure. no.
2: I mean, why would he? He's, if he's backup to that, Zach, mm, that's rude. Um, if he's a backup on the Jets,
0: suddenly Josh Allen becomes a top three quarterback, and you get all critical of the other
1: thirty. I'm.
2: Um, hey, are you how many years of hell I went through to get here? <laughs> oh,
1: I think we know a bad quarterback when we see We why. are. but well, you know that's Yeah, we BYU, played the Jets boy. every year for years.
0: Like the people in the neighborhood I grew up in, if you were in a part of their association, they wouldn't even look at you like you were some caged animal or something. Duh. God forbid the Mormon succeeds in our
1: NFL. I think the Jets uh, kind of did dirty by Zach Wilson, too, not getting an experienced quarterback Matthew, in there from day one. by the New York Jets. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's for another day. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Jets ruining Zach Wilson right now.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, same, you know, different head coach, you know, a, lot, a couple of front office changes, you know, a different roster. But it's but still the same Jets. Yeah, which feels really rude, but we've has so much consistent evidence that regime changes don't breed success in New York. And now right
1: Joe now. Douglas is on a hot seat, according to all I, of Jets' Twitter.
2: I think that Douglas should be on the hot seat, personally. I think that Robert Sala was a great hire, but I think that Douglas consistently makes bad moves. Okay, I, I you can't say... be bad when, they, when when, when, there's you know twenty thousand people in in America, you know, coaches and you know uh, managers in American football, you know, at various stages all across the world, who could, who are all gunning for that man's job, and he's sitting there going, hmm, yeah, you know, this is a great idea. I'm going to build this roster, but I'm going to get really mediocre players. I'm going to pay them a bunch of money, like any any I I could sign mediocre players for a lot of money.
0: With the exception of Jack Stalo, Jet Life News, who just... I, he's so hard to contact. I want him on here so badly. And Blake and Jets. I don't... I think it's Blake something. Sorry, Blake. Um, the rest of the Jets' Twitter and Instagram is a bunch of idiots. Half of them have, like, mob ties. The other half can't wait until it's, like, spaghetti night. And it's just a collective group of buffoons in people that can't comprehend like losing games to the Patriots on the road with a rookie quarterback. And it's just ridiculous. It's such an unlike reasonable group of people.
2: So, but I mean, it's not just losing to the Patriots on the road with a rookie quarterback. It's losing on the Patriots, losing to the Patriots on the road with a rookie quarterback to a rookie quarterback by 41 points.
0: Yeah. But you know, the Dink and Dunk Messiah is, you know, the second coming of Brady. Obviously, oh, so. I
2: I agree that Mac Jones he does nothing and gets tons of credit. He's I mean he, he's in the lowest responsibility offense in the NFL right now, and, and this whole I'm, like, I'm talking like, even even less responsibility than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> um, it's 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 unjustifiable the amount of credit he gets for the this whole the Patriots like
0: two in, I guess now they're what two and four. Three
1: they got three wins two against the jets and one uh, against uh texans yeah okay three and four but
0: before this they were like two and four and everybody's like oh the patriots are way what they just dominated everybody for 20 years now we're gonna give them these like sympathy wins no all right let's talk about grown-ass men dropping their nuts on the table
2: all right so i'm i'm ready i'm ready for mine um the best game of the week, the best unexpected game of the week for me, obviously, Lions, Rams here, you know, they really they really pulled that out. He um, has features my dropping off the table player of the week for I think the second time now I'm going Cooper Cup. Um, Cup's got it, guys. He's got a QB who thinks he's a wide receiver one, and that makes him a wide receiver one, and the dude is just killing NFL defenses right now. And uh, this week was no different. The Lions may be many things, they may be incompetent. They may be terrible. They may be just downright criminal to watch. I don't have a point. Cooper Cupps was better than them. He was way better than them this year. Um, this yeah, uh, this in this game he was he just he just put put it all out there yet again. He makes the crazy catches. He makes the easy ones. He finds ways to to manipulate defenders and move past them, and. Even when he doesn't catch the ball, the man knows how to stay healthy. You see that spin move he pulled out? He looked like 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 prime Michael Jackson out there. Just ow, brilliant! I loved it. I'm I'm just I'm just I'm so proud. I've been I've been on the cup train for years, and now I've finally got passengers. All
1: right, I'll go next. Uh, I gotta go with AJ Brown here. He's mm-hmm. been quiet like the whole year, and now. The game everyone's been waiting for from one of the best receivers in the league right now. He had eight for one hundred and thirty-three and touchdown against. I mean, I know it was terrible Chiefs defense, but still, I think this is a game you need for AJ Brown to get some momentum going into next few weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he has been incredible. Um, both this season as a whole, but especially this week, the dudes just—I think that having Julio Jones didn't make this. Didn't make you know, you know, Julio Jones isn't the guy here, it's, and it's 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 become evident now. I mean, AJ Brown's beating yeah. him out, and he looks like he deserves to beat him out. It's not just AJ. It's not just uh, Julio drawing double teams. The man is quite clearly the better wide receiver on the field.
0: Yeah. Uh... Damn it, Bryce! You took mine. I had a whole thing about how AJ Brown's just been like blowing chunks for days. He's never going back to Chipotle. And then I let you go second, and you take my guy. So sorry, Joe Burrow. I guess like you get a participation. You know, should have won. Jamar Chase D Y N O T T P O T W. See, that was pretty good. I didn't even think of it, and I just rattled off like nine letters in a row. That's what I get for losing the fifth grade spelling bee. But yeah, Joe Burrow. I mean, what an incredible game. Who cares about that interception on the road? Bengals have the best uniforms in the NFL, I think. Uh, I mean, you could just give it to like the entire Cincinnati Bengals offense. Like, I could give it to Evan McPherson at
2: fifty. You could give it to Azuma, man. I mean, like, this, this game was insane. Imagine Piran. was pretty good. Yeah. He I didn't mean, need the touches, but he made no, the he most didn't. of them. Like, wow. I'm 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 consistently stunned by the Bengals this season, and I've I've I've, I've openly I've openly not had faith in them this whole time. I've said no, you know they're gonna it's fine they'll turn back into a pumpkin at some point, but uh, maybe they won't. Maybe they're the best team in the AFC North. Maybe maybe they are. I mean, uh, looking at the entire AFC North, they were the they were my fourth place team going into this season. They're not now.
1: I want to yeah. leave with a question before uh, Stephen signs us off or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, Matt Rule said all week that Sam Darnold was their quarterback, and said it after the press or after the game today in the post-game interview. But after he gets benched, do they start uh, making calls and seriously get in uh, trade offers for Deshaun Watson?
2: We mean, i never say
0: anything
1: about. I'll never say anything bad about Sam Darnold.
0: End of statement. <laughs>
2: okay, I actually do like Sam Darnold this season, but he's proven he's not. He, he's not going to be the long term guy, even though they're going to no, okay. earn him eighteen point nine million dollars next season anyway. <sighs> big money. Um, but I just don't, I can't justify trading for Watson right now to any team, just because it's such a question mark. You can't give up picks for a guy who may never play again. It's not. It, it's too big of a risk.
0: Yeah, that's the end of our Arizona Sports Power Hour. Minus 20, 25, 23, however many minutes. I forgot to mention it in June. Shout out to, of course, Stevenson, King of Newark, WBO, I don't know, lightweight champion, something or other. Sorry, King, I forgot. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple will be back on Tuesday. Tove will be here, Bryce will be here. I think Yaston will be uh, Sportsway official.